Godforsaken beach. Thinking if I lay there, I'll maybe die. But if I get up, there ain't no maybe about it. Then one man broke through. Michael. 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 When the Templars murdered my family. When the whole bloody world's gone crazy. Hellcat, Sector 9, to Michael. Pass into the middle for Flanagan. Flanagan, lots of room, lots of that. Give it a chance! King King with the hat trick. It had to happen. Oh, absolutely. It couldn't happen to a better guy. This guy's been playing hard all game. Every game of the season he comes to play, and it paid off right there. And welcome to the Ming and Mike Show, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men. Jan Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me, fresh back from his California adventure. Mike Zapsik, everybody say hello, Mike. Dude, I'm not fresh back. You're fresh back. Yeah, I mean, I've been back for a week, buddy. A week? Well, five days. Five days? Four days. <laughs> Listen to you. Five days. You, you sound like Homer Simpson on the uh, on the pick a number Homer Mike. Simpson. Pick a Simpsons. number. Twelve days. Okay, I've been 12 back days. for twelve days. Been We've been back for, for three days. days. Okay, I've been back for a, <laughs> so a month a and a half. You, you, you pick a number. I'm, Mike. I, I can't. I've, pick a they're, number. They're it's all fresh. good. It's fresh. Yes, it's fresh. Just like the show, man. Nah, dude. Fresh. I'm, We're coming at you live and fresh, man. Fresh. Yes. Is that what we are? Yes. Well, welcome back. Welcome. Me. Yeah, I did land. I did just land back. Like, back welcome last back night. to Ming Chen, who's probably jet lagged as all hell. No. I feel great. Really? I feel right, great. Good. I, I slide in and out right, real easy. You did, and you <laughs> slide in and out real easy. All right, I don't ask, need to go any further ask, than that. Ask, ask my wife. Good slide deal. in and out real easy, my All friend. right, Adam. Yeah, before we get to our California adventure, you went to Impractical Jokers live last night. I was at the Nitro Circus, my the friend. The Nitro yes. Circus. I now I got the invite from Quinn a week yeah. ago, and I said, I, well, you know, I'm flying back Thursday. I can't go. Mm-hmm. Maybe Mike can go. You what? Did you go? I did. You went. You did Nitro Circus. I did Nitro Circus. Right, it was well, pretty amazing. I I actually went home and I caught. They reran it. I guess it was live. Right. And then they reran it. So I caught the last half of it. I'm not going to spoil well, it for anybody. I know. What was the whole theme here, though? The I whole saw, theme was like, punishment, man. It was punishment. Okay, but I saw like stunt cycles. I saw there evil, can evil cycles. type shenanigans. Uh, Q got hurt. I don't know if anybody. 
anybody is an Impractical Jokers fan, they uh, Q was actually training for this, and he flipped his quad. Okay. His uh, his four wheeled vehicle on right. top of himself. This is serious. Yeah, very serious. You, okay. People died doing this, and uh, okay. I mean, it looked. There were horrific. fatalities. There have been. Okay. So mostly, you know, people who were on there. How many Bothans died to bring us the show? Quinn no, Quinn's not dead. But uh, I mean, there have been. You see people like on video, like woohoo, quads are great. You know, All holding right. up a bottle of Jack Daniels sure. and uh, you know their uh, their crack they're, pipe. They're called they southern over. Like, yeah, pretty much. They're, the, they're from and, the south. And uh, boom, right on top of them, and you know, you might as well just bury him where he, he dropped. Right. I'm glad so, Quinn's not dead. I'm glad Quinn's not dead too. Thanks, honey. Too. Yeah, that's you, awesome. We got guests here sitting. We do. Sitting to my left, Janine Fredericks. Hello. And sitting to your left? Sitting to my left is the lovely Julia Zapsack. Yeah. Yes. Well, both are returning guests to the Ming and Yes. And um, Welcome there's... Back. Uh, I'm going to get into it in a little bit because uh, Jules came up with a, a great idea for a topic for sure. us to have today. Okay. It's very timely. Okay. Um, but uh, yes, getting the back circus, to, though. How was it? It was great. We were in a, we were up in the, the suite. You got a, a box? private box. We got a box. Did you get food? We got food. You got food? Yeah, get them, ate all the food. What, like what caliber are we talking about? Chicken uh, fingers? They had vegetarian baked ziti. Okay. Uh, pizza, heard, pizza for Walt? No pizza. Pizza. Walt wasn't there. Walt didn't come? Walt's on vacation. Oh, man. he is. I didn't. Yeah. I, sorry, Walt's man. on bought, vacation. What's going on? Yeah, he, you're fresh from California. So, Walt which, actually went somewhere. Which yeah. mall did he go Holy to cow. this time? I don't know. It's the Mall of Southern America. All right, for I guess. any any you don't know, uh, I think a year or two ago, Walt took his family to the the King of Prussia Mall. It was for vacation. a year ago, and yes, he did. Yeah, that it was, was their the vacation. King of Prussia Mall? I thought it, was it was the Mall of America. No, no, he was going to the Mall of America, yeah, but right. he found out. He conned his family into yeah. Into thinking the mall, the King of Prussia mall, was the biggest one in America, which it is. It's not a con, but so he didn't have to drive two days. Yeah, he could drive because <laughs> he was going to drive out to. It's in Minnesota, right? Right. This other mall, it's an hour and a half away in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so they stayed there for three days or. Four but the Mall days. of America has like a theme park inside, right? Yeah. But he said that foot, you know, foot by foot, uh, square it's footage got, wise, it's got the most. Uh, pound for pound, pound for pound, the, the most commercial uh, space. Yeah, the King wow. of Prussia Mall set aside mall. was okay. King of Prussia Mall. So, yeah. so he's not at a mall right now. He is. He might be. No, he. Where'd well, he, he might be at South of the Border. We're not sure. He's Where'd, driving down to Florida. Oh wow! No chance he stops at Pedro. No, no, chance. there is absolutely no chance he stops at Pedro unless Pedro is selling comic books. Then he might there pop might be in. Comics there. Okay, so no Walt, but um, but uh, hijinks and hijinks. Uh, we took get him with us. Okay. He was Brian Johnson's plus one. <laughs> he didn't even get his own envelope. It was really funny. <laughs> really, because it was Brian Johnson plus one, right. and it was get him. So I was right. like, you have to make out with Brian behind stage. Uh, he didn't have to, but they did. Right. So stroked. Did you bring? Did you bring a plus one? Stroked his no, no. You didn't bring well. One? My wife was home with the kitchen, oh, okay. and and this was a last minute thing because sure. I completely forgot when you you texted me, <laughs> and okay. they were actually doing tell him Steve Dave that night. So I, I was like, hey Q, I'd love to go because he had just walked in. Right, the boys, the boys would have gone, but it was seventeen plus. Right? It was I told him because it was there seventeen was a lot of plus. And, oh, there was and... uh, well, I mean, Wait, get him in. Why, uh, why was it seventeen plus? It wasn't. Oh. It was my excuse. So I, oh, oops, sorry. Yeah, sorry. It was not oh, Julia. Uh, sorry, Julia was not seventeen. So there plus. wasn't actually any nudity. Except for Gidim, no. So I didn't miss much. <laughs> Especially with Gidim, yeah, you missed nothing. So, but um, it was, we had a blast. We okay. had the private box. Gidim was uh, eating. He drank like 15 beers. They had the beer time. in there? Yeah. Wow, man. You guys, that's high class treatment. It was man. really funny because uh, Frank said, oh my God, Gidim. Frank, Frank. Frank number three. 
was there. For all the Tell Him Steve Dave fans out there, Frank number three was with okay, us. Right. Who is, uh, actually, he's gone down the list in in my book. He's now Frank Lake number 27. Okay. And Frank number five is now Frank number we have, one. We have a, I have a flow chart. We have a lot of okay. Franks. So, and, yeah, uh, this there are many for, Franks. Frank number three is one of our favorites. Will that be up on your website? He's mm-hmm. 27th favorite of mine. What, okay. what happens to the preceding Franks? Uh, I I throw them uh, on the chipper pile and they just get they're they're, okay. they're mulch. They're not really okay. ranked. They're they're numbered in order of where we and when when we met them. I think. And then we, I move them up in the rotation because sure. Frank number five becomes Frank number one. Frank He's number confusing. three actually became Frank number two. He's confusing everything. So, so wait, uh, like you, I said, flow charts. Did We've you all drive them. up together? Yeah, we did. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, Brian had said, "Hey, I'm driving up," and I said, "Hey, see if he's got any room in the car for me." And turns out he did. So we parked over at the 109 rest stop. All right, and there were no mishaps. The last time we got a box, we were in the wrong box, and we sat with a bunch of Olympians. And the Olympians stuck were up like, Olympians, by the way. Olympians. May I just say? Yeah. And they were dressed like they were going to be on uh, a yacht. Yeah. It was like, "Hello, do, do you belong here?" And to be honest, to be fair to us. Mm-hmm. It, it, Walt's like, why are you why are you busting on on them? Because you know we're not. They didn't know we're not. Sure. You know, we're supposed to be there. Right. They have no idea who we are. Yeah. Long story short, uh, we got invited to a Devils game, and uh, the staff walked us into this box. And I'm like, here you go, gentlemen. Turns out to be a box full of Olympians. Oh. It was the wrong box. Oh no. And you know we're we're like, all right, this is it. So we're eating the eating the food or drinking the, the beer. And at You're some point, the and they're they're very stuck up. They were they were they were very polo stuck shirts, up. Polo shirts, and um, they look. I think they're on the Olympic polo team. As a matter of fact, they had, like wow. polo logos uh, or the Olympic. And there's a, team, there's a I'm chick up sure there which. with a gold medal. So you know it was cool, but you know you. I mean, for the there most part, there was a gold medalist there. There was. Yeah, seriously. And I was like, but, Ming, you should have brought your uh, my pot wa- Olympics yeah. medal. So yeah. Medal. The polo shirts though mean that they were in in douche gear. Well, oh, but the medal yeah. was her her showing off blings. So. Yes, it's like like right. uh, you know how surfers wear those wetsuits. Yeah. They were but, wearing but, douche suits. Know, but for so, the yeah. most part, douche it looks suits. like a you know Olympians and friends and family. So they didn't know if we belong there or not. But at okay. one point, a lady turns around and she's like, "Excuse me, are you guys supposed to be are you here? supposed to be in there? Somebody get an usher over here." Why and why? Part of me, but I think you're an asshole. Peeing in their popcorn or something like that. No, Is that it? Yeah. And, and we weren't even being particularly raucous, you know. But no, we were kind of like uh, they're you're supposed to be. Or, you it's know, Walt Flanagan, and Walt Flanagan's very quiet. Yeah, we yeah. were just watching I mean, the game. For, for God's sakes, and. Uh, Somebody said, "Oh, we're, this is the Olympic box." And, yeah, are you and with Brian's the like, "I'm a competitive eater." Yeah. <laughs> no, no reaction to <laughs> any of them. Nothing. And he's like, Not "Wow, rough crowd." Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> Douchey crowd, yeah. yeah, you're absolutely. At some right. point, we find ourselves to the right box, and there we, though, it was we like of- walked away. We're like, let's <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here because I I would rather go to a box. Yeah, and I swear to Christ, <laughs> wait, you went into someone's box, you ate their food. <laughs> well, it's not like it's their food; right. they're guests like we are. Just just for the record, we were led into this yes. box. By the, the staff. Scale, they didn't scale the wall we didn't, and, yeah. and yeah. it crashed it's, through the wall. Exactly. Window. It's not like, like you that. saw yeah. us climbing hand over hand to yeah. get up there. It's it like, we finally made it. And they're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, the guy at the at, you know the gatekeeper, we're like, oh my God, what is that? And yeah. we, like, we ran in. Not even close. We were led in We were there. led in there, and they're like, this is your box. Gentlemen, have a great time. Yeah. And we were invited by the Jersey Devils management. Right. So okay. yeah. that's and As guests. As guests, we're like... We'll we'll go where they put us. Right. But then so and then well we box. we had our tickets and okay. we're like you know what we're we're probably in the wrong box but fuck this yeah, noise but- let's get out of here anyway because I don't want to hang out with right. douches yeah. I would rather go and sit 
someplace else and buy right. myself a hot dog. Right. So we ended up going on where our ticket said, and uh, we walk in. And what's the first thing that the guy said? He was like, hey, hey guys, welcome. Up? Yeah, how you guys doing? You got, you know, got food? Yeah, got what's beer? going on? Come on, welcome. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel welcome. And yeah. now you had all new food. And now we had all new food yeah. that I didn't spit in. <laughs> right. Which that is that good. Because I'm like walking by, you know, on the way out going... <laughs> <sighs> Who was in there? I don't know. We were all just a beer, bunch of people, yeah, we and were, we were having a great time. We were talking to people. Yeah, it was cool. Awesome. Yeah, there's, a, they, there's is, a dude in there that looked great. like a rapper. Like, yeah, we yeah. thought he was a rapper. Yeah, he he might have been. We been. never know. I don't know. But. Let's say he was. So there were no just, douchey Olympians he, last night? No douchey Olympians last night. Actually, it was all Q's friends, so you know, oh. uh, we knew him. Stacy Stacy Patella was there. Lovely right. space. Stacy Patella was there. All right, yes. Well, so, game, set, match, my friend. Game, set, match. Okay. So yeah. we, had a, we had a blast. Okay. And... Um, it, it, we had we had a good time. It was a lot well, of fun. Well, pa- packed too, right? Yeah, they yeah. they put asses in seats. It's it's, it's fun to see, isn't it? Casey I mean, Jost was uh, hosting the uh, the online you know portion of you know the live thing. Right, he was the so, MC. No, oh no, uh, I forget what her name was, but uh, okay, doesn't there matter. Was, yeah, doesn't. <laughs> things like that. Fuck it. No, cares. watch it. Watch on True. <laughs> yeah, watch TV. it on True don't, TV. Don't, don't take my word for it. Read a book. Yeah, exactly. You know, as Levar Burton used to say. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, the reading rainbow. Awesome. Yeah, the reading rainbow. All right. So, um, but uh, the reason I asked these two ladies here, I right. just want to jump into this. Okay, and what do we'll, we got? We'll, we can talk about Callie after, but um, this is comic centric and it's comic related. Okay, what do you got? Uh, Jules was talking to me about the whole Greg Rucka, Frank Cho dust up, okay, which we had the, touched um, on. Uh, and uh, to, to recap, recap, recap allow me to recap. Uh, Frank Cho left. Wonder Woman, because yes. he was doing the variant covers for Wonder Woman, yes. the the Wonder Woman rebirth the, at DC the Comics. The talented Frank Cho. Yes, the very talented artist Fellow Frank Asian, Cho. Uh, one of my favorite artists uh, when rendering female, the female okay. form. Wow, Her. you've got a lot of, uh, you, you have he's, to put a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. He's great. Okay, yeah. He's great. Are, are, are you going to argue this? No, he's, he's a fantastic amazing. artist. Even when he doesn't do, when he next, doesn't draw women, he's an amazing artist. Next to Gil Elvgren and, and Antonio Varga, uh, he may be number three in my book. Wow, impressive list. Yeah. So, um, but uh, Jules, Alberto Varga, my there's fault. there's a whole bunch of people who are up in arms about oh he should have been fired before this yada 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 and so why did because, he leave? Because. I'm, Feel free to jump in, hon, anytime you want. No, 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 you're, you're, you're recapping. I'm recapping. Audience, so he got, so. he got, um, he left the book because of artistic differences. Sure. Greg Rucka is standing behind the uh, assertion that Wonder Woman shouldn't be, should not be about tits and ash. Okay. Wonder Woman is a great story that stands on its own, and she is one of the, the major tier characters sure. of DC Comics, which I have absolutely yeah. no argument with. But Frank Cho is known for his highly styled, stylized uh, depiction of women, Absolutely. especially warrior women. Yes. And that's why DC wanted him on there in the first place. Right. Because, you know, uh, before anyone, and, and this is my argument for the whole thing, and so, we live so wait in a, a second. Can we take a step back? So sure. in this particular instance, oh, that Greg we're Rucka, about, Greg Rucka he, had huge huge problems with right. the way that Frank Cho was drawing Wonder Woman. And I personally, I saw a side-by-side. And, and the article that I saw, like the, the DC had actually censored Cho's work, They right? did. They they censored it big time. And right. 
I know her stance, and I was just hoping to get like a roundtable discussion going about this because I think it's kind of important. I think it's it's one of the more important things. There are people out there, and Wait, uh, describe the censorship real quick. Well. Um, Frank Cho had we can't see it. front and center. Actually, you can go and Google right. uh, Frank right, Cho, right. Wonder Woman, right. and you can put side-by-side give comparisons. Us, uh, give us the, the front the, and center the, is Wonder Woman. Okay. And it's Wonder Woman uh, voluptuously drawn sure. in full battle garb. She's got a, I think she has a sword and a shield. Right. Frank Cho see, style. Frank Cho style. And uh, what DC chose to do was crop. They put uh, Wonder Woman towards the edge so you couldn't see her butt. Right, no ass. No, no Can't ass see the there. Ass. So for me, I was like, "Wow, that's that's really weird." And if you're going to hire an artist who's known for his depiction right. of beautiful women, which DC did with that specific intent, right? And I, I said that Greg Rucka has every right to to be like, I I don't want he he has input. Sure, he's the, right. he's the but, editor but of this the, book, right. correct? But, no, no, he is the writer of this book. The genesis okay, of the our the, the genesis of our conversation was um, some Facebook posts that I had seen, and I, I haven't read, I haven't started to read that series yet, so I wasn't familiar with the controversy. But I did see a Facebook post by another artist, and a lot of the people that the artist talked back and forth with about this idea of the social justice warriors having jumped into the conversation, of course, and given Frank Cho a lot of heat for the way that he draws women. And so there was apparently mm-hmm. this big, and and so and so I just looked at Michael, and the way the conversation got started is, so what's up with this? I mean, why is this such a big deal? I mean, here you have an artist who's got a reputation, right. he's got a certain style, he's asked to draw on a book, he draws on a book people don't like it so 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 why you know so so where is the outrage what's the hubbub bub is it people don't like it or greg rucka doesn't like it both greg rucka doesn't like like it and the social justice warriors and here's where my problem lies social justice warriors take up fights that have nothing to do with them and it pisses pisses me off well that part of the definition maybe but it's like if you're going to be a social justice warrior Fuck you! Right. That's that's my essentially my. If you've got no dog okay. in any race, sure. if you've got no um, no no fighter in the boxing ring, isn't that why they're warriors? They want to put the dog, they want to get a dog their dog but why? in there. There's so why? much other things that they could probably people. exactly sure well, get a fucking life. Well, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, that, that, I'm just throwing that, my yeah, I'm throwing my hat right there. That's where my whole thing lies. Is if you have no. If you're not reading Wonder Woman, but yet you jump on sure. Greg Rucka's side, and I, I think there's valid arguments on both sides because we don't live in a very black and white world anymore. We don't. It's it's there are three sides to every story. There's your side, oh, my you, side, my, and the Michael middle. Jackson would argue with you. Michael Jackson wouldn't argue with anything because he's dead. Yes, and he's dead. So, yeah, can oh, I, but, can oh, but I, can Janine, oh, but so jump in. But gonna, no, this I is, am going to jump in and interrupt. All so, right, go ahead because so I'm going to use a bathroom. Yeah, it, well, it wasn't the whole. <laughs> my my thing to Michael was I was trying. So I was trying to unwind this. I mean, yeah, I, I really didn't understand, you know, where the where the uh, where the ballyhoo was. But I did say to him, I said, "Listen, you know, Ruck is trying to tell a story. So to me, like there are two conversations here. There's the conversation between two professionals who are having a difference." Uh, an artistic difference of opinion, mm-hmm. you know, who are trying to work together. And then you have this 
other argument that is, you know, sort of like an umbrella argument about how should women be portrayed? Yes. You know, do we do we want to push back against this highly sexualized, but you know, and, and very unrealistic portrayal of women? I mean, who would actually fight like that? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, is it accessible or is it, you know, is it? And then we sort of bled over into and and this kind of piggybacks on. Uh, you know, uh, an investigation that I'm sort of an intellectual investigation that I'm sort of in the process of undertaking, which is, you know, how this dissonance, you know, and I have I have, you know, and, and I have two young boys. So I'm trying to raise two young men in a society where all these conversations are happening. So how do we say, OK, how do I explain to them or is there an explanation for the fact that um, you can have artists that draw highly sexualized characters. You can have women who dress up and present themselves in a highly sexualized way, and one is right and one is wrong. I yes. mean, why are there the, two different standards? So you know, how, how do you have that conversation? And, 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 and what are some of the inherent, and I believe that there are, um, hypocrisy mm-hmm. and dissidence in those in those arguments. So so that was sort of like the background. It was it was a little more yeah. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to put it in context and give a little more complexion than I you know social justice warriors are wrong, you know, which I Michael tends to be very black and white even though he's actually a much more critical thinker than he gives himself than he yeah, see Michael Jackson on. lives, man. You know? MJ. So, yeah. No, he does not in me. So, okay, shush. Janine <laughs> has to do, 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 do a moonwalk. Do a moonwalk around I'm going to un- 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 unplug you. Oh, no, Janine, stop. go ahead. Oh my relating, God, honey, okay, stop. relating to talking to your boys, and I'm going to have to have this conversation with my daughter as right. well because mm-hmm. she's, you know, growing up. Um, there is a huge difference between real life and entertainment. Mm-hmm. And what makes entertainment so much fun is fantasy. And as long as people understand the difference between the two, one is acceptable, um, both are acceptable. Walking around down the street dressed um, like Wonder Woman uh, hanging out of your clothes may be acceptable to the person who is doing that, but it may not be acceptable to people around them uh, given the situation. If it's a costume uh, parade, sure, wonderful, great. If you're going on a job interview, no. <laughs> you know, it, it, it has to be put into context. When it comes to comics, for me as a woman, and now I've never – I've never been in a situation where um, I have been made to feel less than who I am because of how I look, what my body looks like, or anything like that. So I'm, I'm sure there's women out there who will completely disagree with this, but this is just based on my personal experience, is that there is power in who I am. And I've never had anyone turn to me and say, well... I don't like you and I'm not going to give you the same opportunities as men because you don't look like this picture in this Wonder Woman book mm-hmm. or Spider-Man or whoever it is. Yeah. They usually in real life go based off what my brain brings to the table mm-hmm. and who I am, my personality. Um, if I'm walking down the street and I'm dressed a certain way, it's because I want to be dressed that way. And given the situation, some people may look at it and say, ooh, you know, maybe she should be wearing more. Or people might look and say, ooh, maybe she should be wearing less. It's not for them to determine what I should be wearing or shouldn't be wearing unless the given situation means that it should be. Like, you know, like I said, job interview. Right. You know, obviously there's certain times and places for something like that. With, with what, how Frank Cho drew Wonder Woman, just looking at this now, again, Wonder Woman's breasts are not huge even in the picture where her butt's not cropped 
Her butt isn't huge. She's actually quite athletic. I wish I looked like that. I'm mm. I'm thin, but I don't look like that. Holy cow, she looks amazing from an athletic standpoint. Right. Um, if I was a superhero, would I wear that clothes? Probably not, because like you said, it would be hard to move. But I'm not a superhero, and that's not real life. This is fantasy. Yeah. And how do I fantasize myself as a superhero? I'm going to use sex to my advantage. I'm going to be powerful, not just because what I can do, how I can fight, and how I can think, but I have that third edge that men don't actually have when they're fighting with other men, unless they like that sort of thing, is that I've got these curves. Right. I've got these curves, and I can use them because I can distract you in a heartbeat, and I can take your weapon out of your hand while you're coming at me. Why? Because, whoo, whoa. look at this. So that whoa. is There you go, man. Whoa, whoa, Janine. <laughs> Ming's jumping right whoa. on that. That, <laughs> that was actually a great point. <laughs> because I think that there is, right, so now you've just identified something that tends, that that, that, that to me tends to trigger a lot of, a lot of, you know, conversation and pushback. It's, like, mm-hmm. you know, are, you know, do women use sexuality? Oh, absolutely. How, how are, how are they permitted to use their sexuality? Any way we want. Um, okay. Well, that's interesting. So, but however, now this is the other thing. And like I said, as someone who's trying to raise men and I've had this, I've had my, you know, and I've had these questions. So women are allowed to use their sexuality however they want, but men are not allowed to respond to it however they want. Men are allowed uh, to uh, respond uh, 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 hold to Hold on. It. Stop, stop, stop. Hold men on, honey. Don't. Men are not to respond to it however Hold on. They I'm going to stop you right there. Do not do that. You let her talk. She won't talk over you, but, but like, you're but uh, 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 yeah, I'm going to interrupt you when you're interrupting everybody else, and don't don't pull that whole mother thing. You're you're an equal among equals. So talk, please speak okay. speak. Don't don't do that. That's there is. I, I've listened lecture, to too many podcasts. Le- who lecture are, lecture heard. Okay, thank you. I know mm-hmm. that I've done and said things and and warned things that made men think. Hmm. You know, or or whatever they thought, or whatever they said to each other, or whatever they've said to me. Um, and most times, it was if it was unwarranted, I let them know. Mm-hmm. Um, if if I was just you know not trying to present myself sexually, and I'm just walking down the street and someone cat calls me, I pretty much turn them around, give them the finger, I just ignore <laughs> them, and that's it. You know, and they'll never learn. It's okay, whatever. How, you know. um, how many times have you done that to Mike? Oh, a few times. <laughs> yeah, Four okay. Four or five in okay. the last week. Um, no, but there's... My when, cut you have, it out, when you have little boys, like, and it's the same thing with little girls, and I'm dealing with this with my daughter, too, just not in sexual touch, but in hitting, just don't touch people. Don't touch people. Leave them alone. You know, if, if you see something you like, you can think whatever you want. You are a human being, and you are an animal, and you are a creature on this earth, and you have instincts and, and drives, drives and desires just like every other animal to procreate. I understand that. You're going to have these thoughts pop into your head. It's just going to happen. The line is, what do you do with those thoughts? Do you act on them and physically assault somebody? No, because that's disrespectful. That's not what you do. Just like I wouldn't physically assault Ming if he decided to, you know, jump on a stripper pole right now. It's not. Oh, you would enjoy that show. I would. <laughs> Come on, Ming, let's go. But, you know, you're you're also supposed to decide when you curb what flies out of your mouth. I've seen lots of really attractive men around. Really attractive men. And <clears> I don't... <throat> thank you. I don't... That you're funny, man. You know, I, I, there are certain words I reserve for my husband. And there are certain words that I just have in my head. And I'll be like, mm, he is really an Adonis. Wow. And I'll just kind of like leave it at that. And that's it. And it's just you teach your children where that line is of respect. 
That's it. If a woman is using her sexuality to her advantage, it's usually strategic, and you also have to teach your boys about that. Women will do that. I do it. I'm sure you've done it. There's certain times where, you know what? It's warranted. But, you know, you maybe not in your job, but you... You know, like if I want my husband to do the dishes and I don't feel like doing the dishes, I'm going, hey, honey, oh, you know hey. it's really sexy right oh, now hey. so if you do the dishes. You Some know. darn <laughs> cut you grease. Know, yeah, it's, it's, it sure it does. Just, it's something that we do. It's, it's why you make yourself pretty to attract the person that you're dating because sometimes the personality will only hold someone's attention for, for so long when they first open the door and see you for the first or second time. You know, that's that's why we wear makeup and, and look good. And it's why guys trim their beards and people shower. And Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really surprised. Oh, yeah, look at how trimmed I am. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like this, Janine? And I just want to respond to you Ming's no comment all, before. <laughs> yes. He's smooth. Yes. Uh, if you jumped on a stripper pole, no one would, would enjoy that show. I disagree. It's I have one no, oh my God, lady right nobody. here to my left. Who would enjoy wait, the wait, hell I out have of it? Singles. Exactly, <laughs> and I'm also I'm also gonna get blowback from people who are like, "Don't you censor your wife, honey?" I'm just telling you because you're you're trying to like jump all over, and I see in the look in your eye that I'm gonna pay for this later. Don't jump all over no, Janine. <laughs> jump all over Mike. You're gonna have to all do right. the dishes later. After I have no show. problem doing dishes. You're married. You do. No, what are you I doing mean, on your own time? Here's a perfect example of the double standard that I sometimes see too. I just basically said things to you sure. that would probably make you uncomfortable if they I were did not, not feel uncomfortable unwarranted you know or, or they were very much warranted well or if i did not you didn't them. know him so if, uh, if you had just met him off the street and i was I, like hey I, baby jump on a stripper pole i have singles you'd probably be like Weirdo. okay where, where's the pole you know, and that's that's where the line is. I There's, don't. I know, have no. I have I no line. I don't know you. That's not acceptable. I have no line. The point. It's all relative so, to me. So I have no so line. So when I when I was talking about the differences between Rucka and Cho. Mm-hmm. Again, there's sort of a two tangent, two connected but different conversations. So I I said to Michael that it's I understood. Fault. I understood why you know Rucka seems and as I said I haven't read it and I really don't know a lot about the background mm-hmm. but from what. Michael told me and I read online. Rucka does seem to be taking the story um, to, you know, in a, in a different direction maybe yeah. that ha- than it has been in the past. You know, it, it amazed me that there was such wonder um, from, from fans when Rucka just basically acknowledged what makes perfect sense that if you're living on an island of women and unless you have no sexual, you know, proclivities whatsoever, that your sexual proclivities are going to be exercised on what's around you, which is other women. So yeah. obviously, you know, if she's not outright lesbian, then she's, you know, she's bisexual or, you know, polyamorous or whatever you want to call it so to me that's like just common sense it's not a cause for any great ballyhoo but apparently it, you know it caused a great it reaction. was it was big so ruck is trying to tell this story about a woman who was raised on an island of women and she's a warrior and he doesn't want and i said this to michael so if i'm telling a story and it's a different story and i mm-hmm. feel that it's a deeper exploration of her character and of qualities other than her tits and her ass right when i see my book up on the shelf and I want to attract readers and engage readers I want them to be attracted to her as a as as a warrior and her and and that story I don't want them to go up and grab that off the shelf because you know her breasts are falling out of her costume so and and I and I may want to attract different people so so I can I can see Rucka saying you know what I you know Greg you know Frank Cho's a great artist but Mm -hmm. I want my I want that cover to reflect um, a story that's that re- really focuses on something very different than and it I has agree in the with past. 100% because if, if this is the soul of the story that Greg wants to present, then the editor 
should have said, okay, I'm going to get you cover artists that represent where you're driving right. the story. The editor bringing Frank Cho onto this is like, I don't know, yeah, you know bringing you're... an elephant into the stash. But to attack that, that Frank Cho there. for being Frank Cho doesn't <laughs> no, make any absolutely sense. absolutely I mean, Put Frank Cho yeah. on a book yeah. where, you know, it suits the story. You right. can't just shove those two things together. But I also want to interject here that Frank Cho is doing the variant covers. There are two covers right. to this story. Sure. So you've got one where, you but know. it's branding. It still doesn't meet the it's brand. It's very true. But DC Comics, a subsidiary, and, and here's where the suits get involved. And Damn those suits. Damn those suits. Damn those suits, absolutely. But Frank Cho was hired because he, he can hypersexualize a woman. And you're trying to get asses in seats. You're trying to sell that book. And this is... And it's a shitty way to do it. Yeah. You know, the, the hypersexualization, but it's also what people tend to expect. Mm. And it's it's I'm I'm neither I I just find that people who jump onto bandwagons when you've you've got no real dog in the fight. Yeah, no, I understand where you're coming from. And it's from. like, oh my God. They're, Mike, and, Mike hates that. Man. No, it's, 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 it just, it boggles my mind. Yes, there's I hear, so I hear many you. other things in this world to worry about. I hear you. Than to worry about something that, number one, is, is as you say, a fantasy. And honey, the, the story doesn't really reflect that cover, but I can show you examples of them, DC Comics and Marvel Comics, trying to sell a product with a cover that has nothing to do with the interior. Oh, welcome to comic books. I know, yeah. right? exactly. Well, welcome <laughs> yeah. to life. I mean, clickbait yeah. is, is, you know, is, Oh, my is, God. Is everything. Absolutely. So, so the, other, the other, <clears throat> other course that our conversation took was, I said, you know, if, if all these people who were attacking Frank Cho and seeming, you know, you know, they feel that they're justified in demanding that he be a different artist than he is or mm-hmm. that he draw differently than he does um, – represent women differently, put their time and effort into creating what they wanted to read. So that was my question to hit to Michael, too. I said, is it really impossible? And this is a great question for you, because you're, I mean, I sort of just coming back into comics after a long lapse. Um, so, and, and, and you've been much more immersed in it. So, you know, is it is it a fantasy? Is it is a fantasy to think that, you know, if we, if women who wanted to read more stories about strong, capable, confident, um, you know, accomplished women, whether they're warrior women or they're detective women or they're whatever women, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they spent lo- all that time creating those stories, inking those stories, drawing those stories, and putting those stories out there. And then you slap the sexy cover on it. No, you don't slap a sexy cover on it. You slap whatever cover that you feel is appropriate to the story on right. it. And then we spent our money buying and spent our time reading those comics mm-hmm. that there would finally be an alternative to you know, feeling like every time you pick up a comic book and you see a woman in that comic book, she's falling out of her suit and being rescued by somebody. And this is where I think... Michael seems to think that that is a fantasy, that that, that, that there's not a market out there for, you know, for the kind of comics that the social justice warriors claim that that people want to read. There is, and not not all of those readers are social justice warriors. I, myself, I'm a woman, I'm not a social justice warrior, and I I love Wonder Woman. I love where the story is going. Um, I think what happened here was 
DC, like Mike said, was trying to do business as usual because they know that it increases numbers when you track the guy walking past the the, the wall stand, there. Yep. Right. And he goes, ooh, hot girl. And then his his penis makes the decision for him, <laughs> and he picks up the book and now spends four dollars. Right. Three. You can't three. You can't. You can't have it both ways, DC. You either have to say, okay, we're going to take this book in this direction and attract the female reader and attract the younger reader. Mm -hmm. And you take it all the way in that direction. Right. Or you ignore that direction completely and you stay with business as usual and you still have your numbers dwindling. But they're going to do that. And honey, just one thing. I I never said that there wasn't a market for it. There's not a lucrative market market for it. Yeah, for it. it's right. unfortunate but true. I mean I mean I'm just thinking from a sales standpoint standpoint. You can I love it when mm-hmm. women come in here and they're like, "Can you suggest or actually I've heard this so many times. It's like I I've, I've heard about your store. I heard there are a lot of dude bros here and who said who's saying this? It it's on I've had say it's it online. To me. Because the, I know you guys. We're the dude bros in here. I, that's like exactly the, my point. We're almost, we're almost women in here. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Ming menstruates. It's, I mean, yeah. Are we, I think we're in the same cycle right now. And like, yet again. Are you spotting? If, if you said that to somebody you didn't know, they would be like, holy crap. Then, right. then I would call up the so, social justice warriors to get down here and get Precisely. on Janine's. Oh, yes. by the Absolutely. way, did that large box arrive for me yesterday? Yes, it's there, in Gidham's you know truck. You know what? Oh, it is? Yeah. Why is it in his truck? Because uh, Brian thought it was. Yeah, I know what's in there. Okay, right. Yeah, the one thing that you sent to Brian, but... And well, it, I threw some other stuff in there. Some, yeah, Why okay. is it in his truck, though? Because uh, he took it up because we were meeting Brian and Brian wanted that. Oh. Why we have, We should have this conversation off... Mike. Okay, just, so we will. Well, I, well um, all right. There's, there's a, there's a anyone. There's a big box. box. Right there's a big box in. Uh, <laughs> well, get him uh, Just to relate it back, inside that box is a giant tampon costume. Okay, continue. Oh, that's awesome. Continue. Yeah, no. You said spotting. So, oh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> no. Now, what was the, gonna say? Oh, my now God. when because you're getting like slammed for knowing us, which is. Yeah. And, and, and well, you know what? I don't care what anyone else's opinion is about me knowing But when, when women come um, in here, I'm, I'm excited because it means that they're here to read and they want right. to buy a book and yes. they want to get into – and they, they have this reluctance to come up to any one of us, especially – well, not especially me, but I, I'm the one that they usually do come up to and say, hey, listen, I don't want to bother you. I, I don't want to you know, be that fan who wants to know about a comic book. But that's why I'm here. I'm here to, and I will never make, I have never, ever made fun of anybody for what they read. Right. Ever. To their face. That's a liar. No, not to the. Such a liar. (laughs) That's not true. You read, you read Gen 13. And DV8. Yeah, come on. And DV8. If you're not making fun of me for reading DV8, then you, then you should be. No, I, to (laughs) be honest with you, are you reading comic books? Yes. Then that's all that really. You never made fun of me. That's barely a comic book. I never did. That's barely a comic book. Walt, Walt made fun of you for DV8, but that's because. That's barely a comic book. Walt probably didn't have anything else. Anything else to make fun of you. Outright, out loud, did you make fun of me? Possibly not. In your head, I'm like, dude, really? Like, it's okay. No, it's, dude, right, you're reading a comic right, book, continue, and that's the whole I apologize thing. And Warren minutes. Ellis actually jumped I, on I, to Deviate, and he made it good. He jumped on to Stormwatch right, okay, and made okay, it okay, great. Okay, I, I apologize so, for derailing. Continue. Um, I, I have, I want to jump in for one second, okay? <clears throat> All right, so when I have people that I know personally who say, oh my God, the guys at the stash, oh, and, and I've heard them literally say they're sexist, and I look at them and I say, you've got to be crazy. And they go, well, I had a bad experience in their store. I'm like, who gave you the bad experience? They couldn't remember the name of the person that gave them the mm-hmm. bad experience because they were so, 
shaken by whatever the experience was. Now, I don't know if maybe they were setting themselves up for a bad experience when they first came in. Yep. Or they came in and maybe another customer looked them them a weird way or they didn't you didn't have what they were looking for and i don't know what it was i know that there right. are different levels of sensitivities out there sure well, what, one guy thought rob bruce worked high. here <laughs> yeah one guy thought rob bruce worked here for god's sake right so, yeah. so you know it, the same could be said about any store i go into exactly. whole foods sometimes and i feel uncomfortable because you know i'm i'm just not the and the experience doesn't have to be attached to male, female. I mean, if the right. guys if the Absolutely. guys are in the middle of cataloging books or doing something, and so anyone walks, it doesn't matter what they look like or what you right. know secondary sexual characteristics they're born with. I mean, they might get the brush off because, because they're in the middle of doing something. He's got a million numbers in his head, and it has nothing yeah. to do with you know whether you're a girl or a guy right. or whether you're reading Archie or you know Stormwatch. So exactly, I think that sometimes people can tend to very personalize things. And, I think that and describe certain things yeah. the days of the the simpsons characterization of the comic book store owner or comic book store guy who you know the, the big guy the right. comic guy yeah. comic yeah. book guy right. are yeah. gone that doesn't exist anymore oh, Maybe oh he's still around oh no, what a wasted no. life <laughs> oh i've wasted my life <laughs> i wasted my life aquaman you cannot marry her yes. but no i mean they're not going to no be gills. they're not dicks to the people that come in their store i mean no walt is a very quiet person he's a quiet person he's yeah. but he, he's he not will a engage no he's, he's he won't and he will engage you if mm-hmm. you engage him he doesn't he just he he's wants an to introvert yes yeah and you know what? A lot of us are. Mm-hmm. He's not a used car salesman. No. And which is what you don't, what we don't Usually want when I tell people, I said, let me know if you need any help. Otherwise, yep, the I'll store right is yours. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, let me know. And, and I think that's part of, part of the problem here is that people tend to come in here, not just here, but any comic book store, and expect, expect the worst. Right. And they're setting themselves up to fail. They, they come in, they're like, those guys, they weren't nice to me. We've, uh, I mean, go on Yelp and read all my negative reviews. You know, it's like, oh my god, that mugs a dark. You know, it's like they're up there. Yeah, they're, they're um, funny. They're up there in the thousands of people. No, they're, it's it's ridiculous, but mm-hmm. it happens. And you know, you you might catch me on a bad day. You might. I almost, you know, everyone has one. Sure. One. What? I'm allowed one a year. Well, you, one might a year. Have, you might have just come in after your son dropped your favorite coffee mug on the floor and broke the handle off. God, I hate and, when he does that. The car uh, decides not to, you know. I try not to take it out on the, the customers. Time. I try to be Mr. You Cheerful. Know. And I'm, <laughs> I was never as good as, as Mark Costello, the good time sure. fellow, you was. Know, maybe he Rob was, Bruce was just in here. Oh, my Rob, God. You know, yeah, that happens a lot. So I start taking it out on people. a lot. But I want what. My ideal is is you know an ideal comic store is to have you know all every comic book you could want. We don't, and I've I've offered to get stuff for people. They're like, well, we're just visiting. Right? Of course we did because yeah. I, I mean that we'll go Some that extra ass, mile for why. the. <laughs> Again, if you didn't know me, holy <laughs> crap! Social justice warriors unite. Well, um, if you look back, it sounds like Frank Cho's like, screw this. If you don't want my art, exactly. Then, then see you and, later, and I'm going to, you well, know, gonna but I'm going to. I'm going to, yeah, he, it's not like yeah, he's hurting for he'll work. Get work. No, right away. And, he uh, will. And, and he, he had to say on, on Facebook, you can but read the poses public out there. He never should have been put on the book. Right. If I was, yeah, he, I blame DC. He decided upon I, absolutely. Path for the book was going to be more woman friendly and more kid friendly and and just more toned down sexually i agree but, I, I, but can i ask you a brand. question and this is a question for janine because i'm interested in 
your opinion because we're talking woman to woman. Sure. So we're going back to the sexual to to the sexual power using your sexual power. Yeah. Okay. So, and 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 this is like I said, I'm I'm really trying to dig deep because I'm trying to explain to like a 14 year old young man you know, who's struggling with, you know, a lot of um, input on social media about this, about this very, very, and it it isn't like a, we're really interested in coming to agreement. It's more like we hate each other. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're trying to prove our point and feel justified. Well, that's what it it might look to a 14 year old. That's the tenor. Well, and and, and, and actually to a 49 year old too. It looks that way to me sometimes too, depending on the conversation that you happen to drop in on. Right. So, so you so you, not you personally, but anyone decides, okay, I'm going to dress up as this very sexualized female character. Mm-hmm. And Quinn. Okay. Yeah. So, and you know that part of the attraction of that character is because there is a certain power that women can wield and do wield, you know, because of there being, you know, a female. Right. All right. So... Understanding your point that you know that you're that you're raising people, male and female, to be in control of their reactions, and 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 but at the same time, to me it just seems like like there's something that's not clicking with me. If I'm if I'm choosing to represent a character, if I make the decision, I'm going to represent a character that's really really sexual, and a lot of the power that they wield comes from a purposeful manipulation of sexual desire mm-hmm. okay and Is sexual Star attraction Fire? Starfire. Oh, like yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah you know and yet and yet i'm you know i'm wielding that but i'm wielding it with the condition that no one react to it except in a way that's acceptable that i've already deemed an acceptable reaction i don't i don't I don't know how to do it, describe it. To me, that doesn't make any sense. To me, that doesn't, if I'm going to do that, okay, pers- this is coming from yeah. me. If I decided to do that, I would walk into every room expecting every response. And I would I would walk into that room prepared to deal with every response. Both the benign, I don't see that, or I'm not going to pretend I don't see that, mm-hmm. to, hey, babe, you know, why don't you come down here and let me grab your put, you know. Yeah. I, I, I would, I mean, that that would be something personally that I would, Accept. It's like okay, I'm dressing this. I'm I'm, I'm portraying this role. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the weapon that I'm wielding, mm-hmm. and I know I'm going to get called out. Right. Just like if you're in the old west and you're wearing your six shooters, you know, you're going to have someone gonna that's going to challenge oh, you're here you. To fight. You know, and yeah. I'm ready to take it on. I'm not going to sit back and whine and say, "Oh, look, someone pointed at my boobs," or someone, you know, someone, someone said, "Hey, bitch, you want to go into?" You know, I'm not going to whine mm-hmm. about that. I'm expecting that because I'm, I'm, I'm engaging that. Yeah. I'm engaging in that arena mm-hmm. so and that's I guess where I'm not like I'm kind of falling you know I, I'm not really seeing the conversation now when it Man, comes your to actually here. forcibly Thank physically you. accosting somebody obviously yeah. like you know obviously that's 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 the line that you cannot and should not cross yeah. but in terms of just like verbal reaction and sort of you know verbal challenges and you know, I don't know, in, in, in a crowded company, I've been in conventions and everyone's been dressed like Chewbacca and, and you can't help but be, you know, smashed up against people. It's been just too crowded and yeah. poorly managed. So I don't know how much how much of the complaints are legitimate well, or not. It's, it's so like but how do you I, feel yeah. about that? Because, I mean, I, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm speaking from life for yeah. Halloween. I okay. could very well have dressed up as Harley Quinn. I have the body for it. Right. But oh, I didn't. Oh, you hey. know what I was? I, I wore a hospital gown <laughs> with a... Um, a full-headed unicorn head, Ooh. and and I had maracas. That's what I that's what I wore for Halloween. Oh, I think I 
saw that on yeah. Facebook. Yes, that was very wait, wait, very excited. You had maracas or you had maracas? Well, I had those two. Okay. <laughs> She likes Malacca's, I Dino. Love, I love your confidence. You're like, I, I, I got the Harley Quinn no, body. I do. I got I'm, the HQ body, but I chose not to. No, I, I, I exercise. I, I want to yes. look like I did when I was 21. I'm okay. trying desperately to, to retain the youthful physique because I, I want to be able to go to my 50-year high school reunion and, and walk dress in up and as have HQ. everybody's husband go, holy shit. That's what I So you want all these guys to be like. Exactly. Yeah. Leave a lot of widows at that party. Yeah. <laughs> No, but you know, I, what was I going to, okay, yeah, so I wore that for Halloween. Why? Because I didn't want the attention mm-hmm. that day. I just didn't. I didn't want to deal with it. I'm married, first off. I didn't want my husband to have to feel like he needed to shield me from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if I'm going, say, out with the girls and we're going to go dancing and it's a nightclub and everyone there is going to be dressed up kind of nice, I'm probably going to put on something a little bit sexy even though I am married and I have no intentions of leaving there with another man, I'm going to go and I'm going to dress all sexy and, and beautiful. I'm doing that for partially for me because I want to feel beautiful, but also partially because, yeah, I want to turn heads when I walk in there. But I know that when I do turn heads when I walk in there, I am putting myself at risk for someone saying something, someone wanting to come up to me, and all of a sudden I've got somebody grinding on the side of my leg while I'm on the dance floor, spilling my drink all over the place. I'm like, can you please stop? I think that guy just walked in. It, he did. He just walked in with a bunch of cue masks. Um, <laughs> get, him, get him Steve Dave, everybody. Get if, him Steve if you've Dave. ever been to a nightclub, you know that that's kind of to be expected. That's just all part of it. So you can't have one without the other. In a perfect world where we're all evolved to the point where we – we didn't acknowledge our sexuality and we're just able to turn it on and off with a switch rather than just being human animals, then that would be okay. But like you said, I know going into this, if I'm dressed a certain way, I'm going to get attention. When I went to uh, a charity event a few years ago, I wore a very, very sexy dress. I was there with my husband. I wore one shoulder dress, came across like this, and it was kind of twisted and had like a handkerchief hem, beads all over the place. It was gorgeous, this thing. Absolutely beautiful. Sounds cool. I walked in. I looked great. I knew I looked great. Everybody said I looked great. Did two guys maybe get a little drunk at the bar and, and, and stare a little too long? Yeah. But you know what? I knew it was going to probably happen. Because right. they're human beings. And I would probably do the same thing. If I had a few too many drinks, I'd probably stare a little long at I, them, probably, too. I'd hit my, you know? on myself, too, man. Yeah. And <laughs> no, but the, I would stare too long well, at them, too. And you just made a great point, too, in that, and this is the point that keeps, like, boggling my mind. Kind of like, it, it surprised me when people were like, oh, you mean, super, you know, Wonder Woman might have, like, you know, had sexual relations with other women? It's like, well, duh, of course she did. Well, she if got, it was a real-world situation, so, yes. So, to me, but it's like... But this isn't the real world, it's fantasy. No, it's true. But but just in talking about, like, making the choice to get dressed up to look a certain way to attract attention. You know, at what point did we not become animals that have biological instinctual drives to procreate. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, women and men, men react to too. each other. Yep. And, you know, if, you, if, you know if, if you're attracted to same sex, you, 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 you react that way based mm-hmm. on whatever characteristics you find attractive. Because it's a, part of it's a biological drive. I Absolutely. mean, you know, you can, you can say that we should, I don't know, you know, splice genes or grow out of it. But we're meant to procreate. So there are certain behaviors and certain signals, visual you know, they're instinctive pheromone yeah. that are instinctive yeah. that are biologically programmed so that we do not stop having sex right. 
and just die out as a species, although some people would think that that was a wonderful thing. So, I mean, and, and to me, that's a very important part of the conversation that we all keep forgetting. It's like, well, you know, you know, women should behave this way, men should, you know, respond or behave this way. But the truth of the matter is, is like, okay, at what point are we just going to say, but this, you know, this whole procreation thing, biological instinct is part of the equation. It's so, our plumage. Yeah. Men have it, women have it. kind of have, have to it. acknowledge that, yeah. right? And say that, do we really want to live in a society where men don't react to the way that we look, that don't give us acknowledgement. Now, sometimes we appreciate the acknowledgement, sometimes we don't. And that's very subjective, too. You know, you could walk into a room and, you know, if your husband's like, holy shit, you're so hot, I could take you right now behind that. Like, that's a perfectly acceptable way for him to react because you like him. He's my husband. And yeah. he's your husband. <laughs> Good and job, you Mike. Want We've that. Made this Thumb, thumbs up. Exactly. Thumbs up, Mike Sapson. We'll be able to do that to each other forever. <laughs> but if some strange, or even in a dating situation, like yeah. if you walk into a nightclub and there's a guy you're attracted to, he's if he responds... In a, you know, one way, you might think that's awesome because, you know, your wonderful way of dressing and behaving has attracted the one that you want. Right. Whereas if one that you don't want, you know, does the same behavior, now you're kind of like, get lost, buddy, because mm-hmm. you don't want him. Get out of here, so, Biff. And, and I think that I think that I think that it's, you know, we, we sort of want to have this neutered conversation about human sexuality when we talk about, you know, what's what's normal, right and 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 acceptable for anything that we do for the art that we consume yeah. for the way that we dress for the way that we talk to each other and i just like i don't get that the to me that's time, very that's the only very time i weird. feel that the conversation should be neutered is when you're talking to children because children are not a mature enough to to handle the concept of sexuality and b they're not developed they're children they're not sexual creatures they are still developing small people that need to grow up to adulthood. And once they hit adulthood, then it's acceptable. You can introduce them to that world in a mature and responsible way. And, and that's let where, them make their decisions. And that's where parents come in and give them the... the guidance. Exactly. It's right. And if you're, tr- if you're, you know, whatever your household is, whether it's traditional mother-father, whether you got two moms, two dads, mm-hmm. one mom who's filling in both roles, which it sucks because you need... Both for boys and girls, they we need. You need that. someone to do the dishes while the other person's doing the homework, basically. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, so yeah, yeah I'm out doing the dishes home. while yeah. she's doing the homework with him. Oh, I'll right. cop to it. Is even better. I ain't that <laughs> smart, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because right, and you know why? You know why Mike's Someone's doing the dishes doing the laundry, now? Someone's doing laundry. Someone else is doing the dishes. Yeah. Someone else is you know, home. you know what Get motivates? Get in there and mow the lawn. <laughs> they call it chorgasm, yeah. Ming. Yeah, that's you, why. You know Mike's Mike's. You know Mike's motivation for doing the dishes. Yeah, but like I have a three-year-old, and and. You know, right now, our focus with her is your body belongs to you and don't let people touch you in a way that makes you uncomfortable. And if you don't want a hug, we won't give you a hug. If you don't want a kiss on the cheek, we won't give you a kiss on the cheek. We won't force you to hug and kiss your aunt or anything like that. That is the conversation we're having right now. And obviously, the important one of nobody is to touch your privates ever, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. until you're an adult and then the conversation changes. But... Right now, that's the focus we have with her. And I know that one day she's going to become a 12 or 13-year-old, and she's going to come at me with the conversation of, Mommy, I have these drives. I, I'm, you know, all this is happening to me. It happened to me, too, at that age, too. It's just hormones, and I'll have to explain what's happening to her body in a mature way. Um, now, add to that, you have social media. Like you said, your sons are at that point. Their hormones are kicking in. They're starting to become men. 
Why? Because human beings develop into adults starting at 13 or 14. And right around here is when the biological imperatives start to kick in, which you have to, I, I mean... Who wasn't fucked up at 14, 15, oh, 16? Mike, uh, Mike's getting hair where there was no hair before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you notice things on And you want to hop on exactly. anything. Of course you do. At You're, that age. And yeah. Because I mean, you don't understand what's happening. That right. pillow looks like a girl. You exactly. jump on the pillow, <laughs> which is fun. Mike's, <laughs> ruined, Mike's ruined many a pillow. Oh, yeah, my God. My pillow. Mike, don't you dare grow. ruin that no, Casper pillow I gave you. That's an $80 pillow, dude. Do not ruin that pillow. Oops. Or just get another oh, one. We had a good weekend. Oops. Just cut a yeah, hole in it. Deal. Yeah. Well, Janine, wow. well, well said, Janine. <laughs> yeah, thanks. We, wow. All right. We, we probably have to segue into Thank your you nice very much. weekend, yeah. don't we? You know yeah. what we do? I, uh, I, have to, I do have to give our friend uh, DW a call. We have to make a phone call. Uh, uh, on a more, another on a more topic. He's been waiting. Let's see if he picks up here. Friend DW, Herb. Herb. Who, uh, who will... Or herb. Yes, who will this never. Was a, this was a great conversation. Yes, who will never. Was, un- oh yeah, thank yeah. you for coming in. I thought you would be the perfect compliment to each well, other. I mean, I'm, I'm. I don't necessarily. Hello. Sides. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hmm. Uh, what's going on, Ming? How are you? Herb, herb what's happening? Herb, it's Mike too. D.W. Cloutier, more famously known as the head of Fanboys Inc. Uh, the reason I call Mike. Do you remember uh, we were going up to Troy a couple months ago and we oh stopped at a place God. called Pex Arcade? Pex Troy, Arcade. We had a wonderful dinner, had a great amazing experience. Amazing dinner. Uh, very random, but uh, amazing place. Herb here <clears throat> has decided to throw an amazing event. It's Fanboys Inc. Cold Spell Whiskey prevents, presents a sip and sketch tomorrow, November 5th. Starts at what time? Five o'clock? We're starting at five to eight and then uh, after party with a, a DJ reel from nine to one. Yes, and a live podcast from uh, eight to nine. Nice, yeah. man. We'll be doing we'll be doing a live podcast throughout that. It's like a drink and draw. Uh, we changed the name. We started it a couple years ago. Our first guest was uh, Mark McKenna. I'm sure you guys know him very well. Sure, we know Mark. Um, Mark's a good guy. And uh, yes, great guy, good friend of ours. And uh, it's like a drink and draw. Everybody just socially gathering and just hanging out. When we did the first one, you know, we had Paul Harding show up, Kevin Conrad, Nicole, uh, the guys from the Comic Depot. Uh, this time we wanted to change it up a little bit more and get more of the general public in. So I decided Paul was going to come in anyway and support us. Nicole's coming. Kevin Conrad, who used to work on X Force, yes, Spawn. Um, so we decided to feature these guys. They were coming anyway, but we wanted to feature them in the show. Everybody, hey, you can come and meet these guys in a, in a less uh, Comic Con environment, more casual, intimate, and just have fun with it and drink and obviously draw. And then you and I will be uh, with Anthony as well from Fanboys Inc. We'll be talking with the crowd. Um, there'll be some sketch exercises, some fun things. Our theme is going to be since Doc Strange opened up yesterday. We're going to do a magical and steampunk theme drawings. I love it. I'm, um, I, I no, I, I'm, I'm not an artist, but shoot, give me a pencil and a paper, man. But he plays one on TV. <laughs> yeah, give me a pencil and a piece of paper. I'll, I'll draw in there. But uh, thank you for inviting special guest, compliments Ming Chen. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. And you gotta, I, mean, I think it's, it's going to... We want to keep doing more of these. We are looking for one in Buffalo right now, um, and we've had two cons contactors contact me about doing them, either the Saturday night of the con or pre-night before the con. So we were trying to do something a little bit different than just the standard drink and draw. I think it's going to be fun. Plus, you don't have to draw. If you do show up and you want to meet these guys, we have trivia, which you'll be helping us with uh, throughout the event. Absolutely. With, uh, prizes and giveaways and stuff like that. So, you know, you don't have to draw. If you still want to meet and watch all the other artists there, 
that's, you know, you can do that as well. We try to make it fun for everybody. All right, you got a freaking sponsor, man. Cold Spell Whiskey. So I'll be, uh, we're getting we we yeah. booze Cold at this Spell thing. Cold Spell Whiskey. Yeah. Uh, whiskey. That's important uh, to me, man. Hockey. When you put mint and whiskey together, you're like, oh, what, what's going on with that? But I have had, I had a bottle. Sponsor gave us a bottle. You drank a whole uh, bottle? Half gone. You... No, I didn't drink the whole bottle. It's half gone. <laughs> not in one day. Uh, but yeah, it's not bad. It's really good. Uh, there'll be some special drinks uh, that we made up just for the event that'll be there. We'll also have uh, Megan Leary, who is our uh, liaison or rep for Cold Spell. She's worked with Fanboys Inc. before when we had Larceny Bourbon as our sponsor for our first event. Uh, she will be there. We'll be giving away free samples. There'll be some swag, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be fun for everybody. Everybody will have, we'll be walking away with something. And uh, if not, at least some great artwork, uh, good times, and uh, and obviously the food. Vic and the crew there, you know them very well. We do. They've done a great job. We um, do. The I, 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 and the drinks and everything there are amazing. I wake up and still dream of that food. I still dream, I, I dream of that dinner we had. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. A couple months ago. So I appreciate it. Thank you for the invite. Congratulations on setting up this event. It looks... Pretty oh, amazing. No problem. Thank you. Tomorrow, Mike, no... I wish you could make it out too. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what, Herb? Um, it's I... Walt is on vacation, so I have to step up to the plate. Gotcha, gotcha. I so. understand. Maybe next time. We're yeah, absolutely. Special... Trying to take this event and move it around some of the cons in New York State and try okay. to do those around those con schedules. We can get some bigger guests. We can get more artists. Uh, like I said, this time we'll have uh, Nicole Jelinek. Uh, action figure, statue sculptor, Paul Harding, uh, Kevin Conrad, also our good friends, uh, Buddy and Brennan, who they did a, the, the Pratt independent comic book that's doing very well for them. So there'll be a lot of fun there. We'll have, I think we'll have some surprise guests as well showing up. So I'm not sure yet, but we'll, we might have some surprise guests as well tomorrow. So. Surprise! Yeah. Surprise! All right, anyways, if you're, if you're anywhere near Troy, Albany, come on up, Pact Arcade. Uh, in Troy, New York. And it's a free event as well, everybody. Remember free event. That too. It's free. Completely well, yeah, right uh, you, right you can't drink for free. Come on. Pay no, for a drink and tip your waitresses. Yeah, it starts at well, five. Ming's probably going to be drinking. Well, Ming is probably going to be drinking for free. Well, yeah. uh, other Thank than you. Ming. So. Thank you. Starts at five. Goes until late. <laughs> Pex Arcade in Troy, New York. Saturday, November 5th. Come out. Come see me. Uh, I'll, I'll, if you want a photo, grab a photo. You want 8 by 10 grab an 8 by 10 I'll be bringing bring a stack of them. $20 value of yours for the low, low price of nothing. Wow. Because I love Fanboys Inc. Ooh, nice. Now there's a deal. That's a deal. And come come drink, come draw, come fanboy out. Thank you, my friend. I'll see you tomorrow. No, awesome. Thank you, and I'll see you tomorrow, and then we'll catch up before the event. All right, fantastic. Thank I'll you very much. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Take you too. All right, thanks Thanks for the plug. Oh, no. I, I don't do a lot of personal appearances. So. That's okay. I appreciate that. I, I would do one every weekend, but I'm at a con, which is... You're at, at a con. Which and is a personal at... appearance of sorts. True. Yes. So, all right. Well, thank... With, with the poll or without the poll? I, we're getting a poll in here. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to put it We're getting on. a poll in here based on your... Ming's personal based on your poll. suggestion. You and Walt's going to be like, why is there a poll in here? It's because Janine... <laughs> it's none of your damn business, Walt. And you'd be like, it's all my damn Janine. business. He'll just shake uh, his head and walk away. Before we go, though, since we did talk about Wonder Woman, that trailer. Oh, my God. That trailer. Yes. Yeah. Jules, it, did you see it? Can it be June no, already? Not yet. Can oh. it be June already? 
It looks beautiful. It does. And even Seriously even in beautiful. the end, uh, Gal Gadot, Diana <clears throat> Prince is wearing a dress and she's like, How are you supposed to fight in this? I know. <laughs> we talked with about petticoats, yeah. Like, how are we supposed to, to fight in this? So they are addressed, you know, they are addressing yeah, uh, yeah. some of the things that you talked about earlier. And I loved that. I actually I chuckled when I saw that because I was just like, That's funny. Because it's but it's <laughs> ni- it's nineteen seventeen and I mean women haven't even gotten to vote yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're sitting there going there was, and please, folks, remember, there was a time in the not-too-distant past, women didn't get to vote. Right. So, I'm, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you guys. Yeah. Right. pretty awesome. Oh, we yeah. also weren't allowed to make decisions in our households, really. Or Own they, property. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't yeah. inherit property. Yep. Couldn't, mm-hmm. Yeah. And weren't you yeah. counted as, like, three-fifths of... Something it was horrible. We weren't so. breadwinners. No, now we are. Yeah. It's so nice. what you're saying is, uh, go vote. Yes, everybody, go vote. Go vote kids. Yeah, rock the Please vote. Please go vote. Just vote for the right. Yeah, person. real quick. Vote I've been noticing me. on social media, all my <laughs> friends are voting early. How do yeah, how do we do this? I don't understand how, do I do how that works. I hope that they're actually voting oh. and not texting. Right. A vote in because I like saw a, some weird meme. Right. You know? I'll, uh, I mean, I'll go vote right now if I can. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. Right. I mean, yeah. I'd rather get it done. Can now Can than... we just ask? Can there be another choice? Can we get a, a better choice yeah, than the two we've got? There's a write there's... in. You can always write in. Write in. All right. Yeah. Howard the Duck. He's got there's, my vote. Um, okay. Not not the most PC choice. And oh, I don't know. Was he born in this country? I don't know. He was he was born in this country <laughs> in another hatched. dimension. Okay. Yeah. He was hatched. We can we can go with hatched. Yeah. Hatched or is it hatching? Yeah. I don't know if that's part of the Constitution. I think it says born specifically. It doesn't well, say that you have to be a human being, does it? All right. Uh, Fair enough. No, I don't think it does say that you Beautiful. have to be a human being. Yeah. That's good. I'll take the duck. All right. Well, thank you, Julia. <laughs> Thank you, Janine. No Thank, you Thank you, guys. Nice. Yeah, for the, uh, the short notice, you guys are great. Mini yeah, Mike Podcast fun. Studios. Uh, welcome back, Mike. I, even though you've been here for three days, I have four days. Yeah, six days, something like that. Yeah, Boy, and I, uh, I'm glad you survived California. Hope you had a great time. We'll talk about California next week. Um, okay, I'm and sure. Rhode Island, right? We'll oh, talk yeah. about Rhode Island two weeks yeah, from now because yeah, we haven't we'll had fi- those adventures yeah. yet. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll call ourselves on Wolf Lanigan. We'll figure it out. Phone. That's why I need to tune in every week, everybody. And if you do, we thank you. We love you. We do. Mingandmike.com, Ming and Mike Show on Twitter, Ming and Mike Show on Facebook. Follow us, live it, love it. At Michael Zapsick on Twitter and now Instagram. You're yes. posting photos on Instagram. I love it. Messed up. Uh, and at MingChen37. That's my boy. Follow him. Yeah, and just for the weekend, just so I get off my chest, thank you, Regina. Thank you, Jade. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Brody Man. And thank you, Laney Labans. Laney, for all of your you rock. Help. We Brody freaking Man. love you. We do. We do. So then thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.